Hey, it's Beth here, episode 496. Okay, Monday night. I've been thinking about this since Monday night. I went to a middle school performance, Hill Country Players. My little friend Kai, he's in eighth grade, he was in a play, and he wanted me to come. So I was there with his mom and his aunt and uh, his brother and his sister who came in from college. This was a big night. He has spent the last year never coming out of his room. His mother actually put in a doorbell in his room when dinner's ready because she got tired of screaming upstairs to him. He hardly ever looks up from the ground. This is what happened. On Monday night, he played Prince Charming in this play that was really well scripted for middle school because it was a story about three Prince Charmings who are going to take over the woods where Little Red Riding Hood is, Cinderella, Rapunzel, Gretel, you name it. And the reason they, the school came up with this play is that each one of those children can call their grandmother and say something like, I'm Rapunzel in the play, Grandma. I'm Little Red Riding Hood. I'm Dorothy. It's such an adorable concept. And there were boys, you know, like Galahad, everybody was in this play. He played the charmingest of the charming princes. And he was so funny. He was riding around on this little stuffed animal uh, head of a horse and a little pole, but the whole thing was two feet long. And he rode it with distinction. He rode it as if he was riding a stallion. He danced. He delivered lines. He was so funny. He kept winking and doing all kinds of charming things. And it was the best. And I was just thinking, this is your moment. And he knew it. And he was in it. And I know he wants to be an actor now, even though he's really smart at math. And I just want everybody to leave him alone. Let him think he's going to go into show business. Don't take it away from him. Don't say anything. Just let him dream on. Let him put math on the back burner for a little while. Please let him have it. And I, I just, and I had seen the Meg Ryan movie and I told you all about it, but there is one scene in it where David Duchovny has a 15 year old daughter who wants to be a dancer. And she wants these lessons that are in a different town and they're expensive. And he says to his daughter, why don't we come, with something else, come up with something else you can do? Because it's really hard to make it as a dancer. Uh, the odds are so against you. And the little girl goes into to a tailspin. And David's telling Meg, Meg all about this. And Meg, he says, you know, she's not gonna make it as a dancer. I don't want her heartbroken. I don't want anybody hurting her. And I don't wanna go through all, this, all these motions for nothing. And Meg looks at him and says, oh my gosh, it's such a great line. She says, how do you know that she's not going to teach preschoolers how to dance and enjoy every single minute of it? I was like, yeah, how do you know where the dream's gonna go? Just don't stop someone from dreaming because they don't come up with another dream. They get stuck there. And all of the energy and all the happiness just gets stuck and it just disappears in that little space. It happened to me. That 
this flapper girl picture. I was in the seventh grade in a Catholic school. We never had fun. We couldn't talk about the Beatles. We couldn't laugh. We couldn't flirt. We couldn't have excitement. And for some reason, the nuns put on this play. And we were flapper girls in these amazing costumes. And we got to flap like there was no tomorrow. And the Charleston, I was on fire. I got into my zone. I was smiling. I was delivering. Afterwards, people came up to me. They were, they were telling me I was great. I never got a compliment my whole life before. But I mean, I know I sold it, and I know I had it, and I know I wanted to be a rockhead. And my mother, for whatever reason, just always wanted me to not have a big head. She started saying things like, um, when the garbage can would be full, she'd say, let's have the flapper girl take the garbage out. Let's have the flapper girl pick up the dogs too. Constantly berating me with my dream. And so I never really had another one. And I could have been in a play in college. This, it was the physician in spite of himself. And the, the head guy who was doing theater at Tampa University came up to me. He said, I want you to be the nurse. In my play, I'm like, what? He goes, you're it, you look it, you are her. He said, just come on this day, say these three lines and you got the role. I said, I can't, I'm busy. He said, you are and you're not. So I went and there were four people sitting in the audience with like notepads in front of them and pens. And I just looked at the notepads and the pens and the guy was smiling at me, but I thought they'll be critical. And I, and I ran away. But I know if I'd only been able to dance from seventh grade on that I would have developed a little bit of thick skin. I would have developed a, an ability to handle rejection for something I wanted. So anyway, that's what I was thinking. And then I was thinking, I would have made a heck of a rocket. The rockets are great. There were 80 of them. I just didn't want to be a movie star. Didn't want to be the head dancer. I wanted to be in a line of 80 girls. I would have, I lived in New York. I could have, I could have made it. I could have been a backup rocket. I could have been the people bringing drinks to the rockets. It wouldn't have mattered. I just wanted it so badly. I found out that their shoes had microphones in them. What? I wanted that so, I wanted everything about it. They were not always called the rockets. You need to know this. They came from Missouri. They were called the Missouri Rocks Rockets. They debuted in St. Louis. They came to New York for a little show called Rain and Shine. Roxy Rock Rockenfeld saw them. He said, you're not going home. And he turned them into the Roxyettes. They were her six days a week, hours every day. I could have done it. I had a pogo stick. My father watched me do it. He was counting and he counted up to 2000. And he said, you are scaring me. I'm going inside. I would have practiced seven days a week, 12 hours a day. I had so much energy. So what I'm saying is, if you have a grandchild or a child and they have a dream, don't tell them they can't do it. Even if they want to be an astronaut or people will let kids have that dream because you have to be good at math. Let's say you want to be a basketball player and you know the kid's not going to make it past five, six. Leave him alone. Let him practice. Let him dream. Let him have it just for a couple of years. Just 
don't, don't rain on the parade. There won't be another dream. That's all I know. So I was looking up kids and dreams they've had and if they come true. So I know this guy, he wanted to be a bulldozer operator when he grew up. He had a huge sandbox and all the Tonka toys. He turned into a lawyer and he says that he shovels a lot of bad guano every day and reminds him of the sandbox. I know a friend who knows this girl. She wanted to be a mermaid. She is now a topless dancer because she says real mermaids are topless. Okay, I don't know how her mother feels about that, but you know, that's a dream. And her mother tried to squelch that one. Maybe my theory isn't very good every single time. But here's another one. One kid wanted to be Miss Dolly Lewis in Hello Dolly. Okay, she saw it, she's my age. She saw it when I saw it. She wanted to be the mother. She finally got her dream to come true. She lives in Sun City in Georgetown. They put on the production. She got to, ha she got to be Dolly Lewis in Hello Dolly. She finally got it. She achieved it, the goal of a lifetime at 70. It, the play was critically panned. Community theater production, community theater newspaper panned them. She says she couldn't have cared less. She was deliriously happy. Her friends were happy to see it. Her friends felt like she would stop talking about it, which she hasn't. So not all dreams come true. Okay, so one woman wanted to be a spy and, a, and then three years later, she wanted to be a stunt woman. Now this woman was smart. She didn't tell her parents anything. That's, that's a clever way to get rid of this. Keep your dreams to yourself. She kept her dreams to herself. She is now a second grade teacher. And she feels like as a spy, she's thoroughly brainwashing her students into washing their hands and saying please and thank you. And when they're in the playground, she's a stunt woman that has kept three kids this year from breaking their arms on the playground equipment, which is old and decrepit. So she achieved her dreams terrifically happy person okay so I wanted to find out what children want now and I had a few conversations one is with this guy named Billy and Billy said okay number one I want to get a girlfriend number two I want to kiss her number three I want to rule the world I said good luck Billy good luck little girl named Erin tiny kid she says she wants to hatch eggs like a chicken when she grows up. And she's practicing how to sit still. I'm like, wow, I don't even want to talk to you about that dream. It's, uh, I'm starting to understand why parents get a little concerned. Okay, so then there's little Albert. Albert said that he wants to be a person who stays home and does nothing. There's a lot of Alberts out there right now. Okay, here's this little girl named Jill. I know Jill through a friend of mine, and Jill's parents, she was watching Game of Thrones when she was two years old, okay? So it's not surprising that Jill wants to breed dragons and sell them, but she's only gonna deal with the really good-looking ones, right? That's, that's on her parents, although maybe she'll turn it into dogs and uh, make a fortune. Breed them at home, like they're not all in puppy mills anymore. Sometimes people just do one or two dogs in their home 
They make a fine living and it's a really fun job because you get to play with the puppies the first eight weeks of their lives. I mean, I think Jill is onto something. Dexter said, and I know Dexter, Dexter said, when I grow up, I want to be eight years old. Okay, Dexter. I told him, you, you're really gonna, you're gonna go places, Dexter. That one's gonna come true. Give me a big smile. Okay, Maurice, when I grow up, I want my parents to give me back my squirt gun. I don't know what he did with a squirt gun. No one ever told me, but it must have been something. Elliot says, when he grows up, he wants to be a mailbox. I don't know, Elliot. I don't know. I just had nothing to say. Nothing. I said, are you sure you don't want to be a mailman? Delivering the mail? Putting it in the mailbox? Elliot looked at me like I was crazy. He said, no, who'd want to do that? I want to be the mailbox. I mean, this could be philosophical and I don't understand it, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave Elliot, Elliot alone for a little while. That's all. Now, Sally, Sally said, when she grew up, she wants to get a hat and put it on her head. I said, Sally, Sally, that's an amazing thing. You can totally, I can see it, Sally, I can see it. That dream's gonna come true. See these, some people are real smart. They keep their dreams nice size. You know, you can chew it up, that size dream. So I'm all for it, Sally. I told her you're gonna get it. Edwina, that is what this kid was named after her great aunt Edwina. I'm telling you, great aunt Edwina is rolling over in her grave. She never wanted to hear the name Edwina again. But here's this little kid, cute as a button, and we, we don't call her Eddie. We don't call her Winnie. We call her Edwina. Edwina, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? She said, I don't care about growing up. I just want it to rain tacos. That's all I want. I want it to rain tacos every day, all day. I couldn't help her with that one. So then, Chandler and about eight other boys, they want to be Spider-Man. All different Spider-Man. There's like 8,000 different Spider-Man. They've got it all worked out. They're all going to be different Spider-Men so they can all be Spider-Men, which the last movie, The Multiverse, had about 20 Spider-Men in it. Maybe that's a good thing. There's no more fighting in the playground over who's Spider-Man. So the thing is, I wish I had been able to feel as happy as I did in that picture and not be afraid of, you know, in Australia they have this thing about the tall poppy and there's a field of poppies and the tall poppy gets whacked, gets whacked down. I had a great fear of being a tall poppy because of them throwing that Get the, get the little flapper girl. She'll take out the trash. Just what happens when you're a tall poppy? I just wish I just could have been a tall poppy. I wish I could have had my dream. I wish I could have studied dance. I wish I could have just been excited about something and seen myself in the future. I never saw myself in the future after that happened. So just leave kids alone. The kid's not gonna be a mailbox. I'm positive. It's gonna be something else. And the kid that wants it raining tacos, she's gonna go work at Taco Bell as a teenager. She's gonna have her dream come true. I just wish, I just, 
I just wish people would stop talking to kids as if they know what they're saying. Just leave them alone, let them dream. The best part of being a kid is dreaming. So that's my Kai story. And I'm telling you, if you could have seen his face, so happy, so beautiful. Incandescent is the word. For a guy who spent a whole year in his room, came out with a bang. Just the most beautiful thing I ever saw. So that's what I've got, you know? It's never too late to have your dreams come true. But rockets kick their feet 650 times at least every day. I don't think I'm up to it anymore. Maybe I could be a brickhead. I don't know, a boulderhead. Maybe a lounge lizard. But I don't think I'm gonna make it as a rockhead anymore. So let them dream, let them be. And maybe they'll stay sane. So I'll be back. Thanks.